Uh, are you guys doing the show via a VPN right now? <laughs> Actually, crap. I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, good. That works for all of us, right? If Dan's on a VPN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That the fewer good. people that can hear the show, the better, is my opinion. <laughs> I'm kind of impressed that the uh, does not seem to have been taking a performance hit. It seems like well, these are my questions, right? And uh, you know, a minute. the a new law says I, I don't know if it's been signed, okay. but a new law that as we speak. All right, this is no. You're already <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I look forward <laughs> to correcting your inevitable misapprehensions. <laughs> okay, gives uh, internet service providers. Keep would on. give internet service providers the ability to sell your uh, internet usage, browsing history, let's call it, to advertisers without your permission. They already can do so if you give them permission, but this uh, bill going through Congress, at least on the day we record, um, gives them permission to do it without you <laughs> saying so it's okay. It's not, it's not quite correct. So the deal is the FCC put Educate a thing, me. the FCC put a rule in place last year saying by December 2017, we will enact a regulation which says you basically have to opt into these kinds of things. So that's correct. But that it hadn't taken effect yet. So that was a rule that was basically created by the FCC, but had it was not yet in place. It was going into place later this year. So effectively, nothing has changed other than like there's a precedent set now and this bars the FCC from putting a rule like that in place in the future, which is crazy, but that's like a whole different government instrument issue there. So this doesn't arguably change the rules as they are right now, but it does sort of pave the way for, you know, be like ISPs to be like, yeah, I mean, the government said it's okay for us to do do this kind of stuff. So, you know, is there a reason to panic immediately? I mean, all these companies have privacy policies and... Do I really need a reason? (laughs) I mean, let's put it this way. Are there many other better reasons to panic right now? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Uh, We're all going to be underwater anyway. So, (laughs) like, pretty much everything for me is secondary to that. (laughs) All my underwater browsing will be protected you're in VPN. Are you in underwater mode? That's that that's that's step one. So wait, Dan, are you saying I don't have to worry about this? No, I'm not saying you don't have to worry about this. I'm saying Oh, I do have to worry? Yeah, you should, all right, so you should freak out right now. Particularly with the sites <laughs> that you browse. <laughs> so I mean and and so I did set up a VPN because I was curious about this and thought, well, that's not a bad thing to have. There's upsides and downsides to that, right? Like cause Depending on what you use for a VPN, if you're using a VPN provider, like a, basically a company that has offers a service where you pay them possibly some amount of money and you connect to their VPN, and this is good on the one hand because all of your stuff is encrypted. However, the downside to it is the company that you're paying to provide you this VPN service may have access to all your information anyways, and if they're going to sell it off, then you haven't done really much in terms of no, protecting you've just yourself. shifted you've just shifted who owns your information right but exactly. i saw somebody on twitter i'm not going to name names uh dave chartier who said that um you know if you work in the ad industry and you're unhappy about this shut up because you reap what you sow and uh i wouldn't go ahead and just disagree so i'm just putting that out there don't agree i uh 
We uh, we have no data to harvest over here in the podcast world. We don't know who the hell is listening. We have no idea. <laughs> that is a bigger challenge for you. That is absolutely yeah. true. I mean, a just bit. putting that. Out I there. talked to a friend of mine who is a developer at a um, a company that does like analytics, and. He's like, I like to think I know a pretty good amount about this, and then I read about like the crap that advertisers do, and mm-hmm. man, we we are not like <laughs> we are not nearly as savvy as they are because like they have a, such a huge incentive for going after you and building these elaborate profiles and tracking all your information, right? Like there is so much upside for them, and they are gonna do some stuff that is not only technically impressive, but also creepy as hell, right? Because they're trying to figure out these things like, hey, can we figure out that John Moltz, who uses his iPhone, is the same like as John Moltz using his cable internet over here and like glom those together so we have like a, an inclusive picture of John Moltz and all the crazy websites he likes to go to. <laughs> Apple.com, Apple.com, <laughs> talk about, Apple.com. Talk about reaping what you sow. CrazyAppleRumors.com. <laughs> I don't know why he's still going there, and there's nothing there. Because <laughs> it got infected with all these spam links, and I had to clean them out. Mm-hmm. Oh, True story. Old blogs. I had a uh, crazy uh, technology thing happen to me last night. I was, in fact, I was in the midst of setting up this VPN setup on my iMac. No, uh, why are you setting it up? You're not afraid. Oh, because it's I, I I'm cutting I'm 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 hedging my bets. Let's put it that way. And I don't want to interrupt your story, but I am curious. When you're done, tell me, can I do it on the router level, or do I have to go on the device by device level? Yeah, let's talk about the tech, the technical aspects of that uh, after your story. Okay, yeah. my story was I was setting I was setting up the VPN. And all of a sudden, (laughs) thank you, uh, the Bluetooth on my iMac just like went. Like I got a little squiggly line through the Bluetooth icon and my keyboard and trackpad both disconnected. So I had no way, and there was like a modal dialogue up. So I had like no way of connecting to my computer. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, well, this is screwed up. I guess I'll restart. And I restarted and they still weren't connecting. And I got to the login screen. And so I was like, crap. So finally I pulled out like another Bluetooth keyboard and somehow managed to pair that one and i i took him you don't have a wired one i i was i was i have one but it was going to take a lot longer to dig out okay um and so i went to type in my password and i typed in my password and it does the little shake head thing where it's like nope that's not your password i'm like oh, i must have mistyped <laughs> it four or five times later i'm like i know i am typing the right thing and it's telling me this is not the right password and i was freaking out because i was like did i get some sort of malware that killed my bluetooth and then like changed my admin password i probably how would that even happen uh and so i i spent a while doing that i tried to like screen share into it it was not connecting i tried to ssh into it it was like oh this got a different key like man in the middle attack i'm like what the fuck is going on right now And I had noticed that something was a little weird about the login window when I did it because I thought I had set up File Vault and it wasn't giving me the File Vault login. It was giving me the standard OS X login. And also there was, <laughs> uh, there was an account on it from my ex-girlfriend. I was like, I'm pretty sure I deleted that. And I finally realized that what must have happened was it booted to a secondary oh, internal yeah. drive that had an old install on it that was like a backup. And so, oh, and so I was like, oh, so I like restarted and like brought up the boot manager and booted from the internal volume and everything was fine. Got the keyboard and trackpad reconnected. But there was that, that moment of fear where I was like, oh my God, how do I get into this? If I can't use my admin password, like, can I recover any of this crap? 
because uh, like the volume's encrypted and it's like i guess i probably could have found like a recovery key but then you have to do some like crazy stuff so i was like my blood pressure was like through the roof at that point because i was i was totally panicking but it turned out was your apple watch on and did it tell you that your pulse went up you know i thought about checking that after the fact i did not but it probably i bet you it records that somewhere it's like yep this is where dan thought he had lost his entire imac do you think that apple can monitor uh apple hardware problems by anonymizing heart rate data well, from all the advertisers and then, will be able and then to buy that. yeah buy yes. all your your heart rate data so i wrapped this back around to vpns yeah like <laughs> i i saw um i saw a twitter thread that john moltz was on with um frequent rebound host better rebound host guy english uh <laughs> where they were talking about better than me um not john i was insulting myself not john. anyway <laughs> well, I, um I, what's funny is i i thought that you, i took it the way that you meant it yeah <laughs> i also i also assumed um, that yeah <laughs> fuck all of you anyway but uh, they were saying hey can apple had some vpn option built into all of their apple devices so you can pay x dollars a month and you'll be vpnified but i don't want to do it on a device by device basis that seems like crazy talk i want to do it for my house i want my house on a vpn and then i get that i have to have my phone on a vpn too if it's on a mobile network but most of the time i'm at my house so can i put my home network fully vpn at the router level and i know that i i use a vpn at the router level um i don't know how much of this i want to admit uh for uh for uh <laughs> watching a sport for watching a sport for watching a sport that wants to mm-hmm. make it that i can only uh, get the subscription i need cricket. and i pay i pay you, need to, you want to watch cricket i pay to watch cricket games i pay a hundred dollars a year to the cricket <laughs> league and they only sell that to people who live in Afghanistan and other countries where I don't live. So my VPN says I do. And that's at the router level. But I don't know if I can uh, – I don't I, – can, can you do like a secure protective well, – If you're doing whatever, that at the router level already and it is a VPN, then, then your data is ostensibly already encrypted. I mean – Except it's not really a VPN. It's, uh, I, I believe, and I'm, this is, this is an area where my technical expertise sucks, right? Like all I'm using is somebody else's, like a separate DNS servers okay. because the DNS lookups happen internationally. Yeah. So yeah if you're just things. using different DNS servers, then that is not encrypting anything. Right. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it depends right. heavily. I'm not sure how many routers offer that as a capability. Um, in theory, I would assume it's possible. I mean, there's no reason that I guess you couldn't have a router with a built-in VPN client that you just sort of perma connect you probably take some bandwidth hits because VPNs will impact your speed to yeah. a certain extent. Um, but uh, it really depends what you're doing. I mean, if you're like streaming 4K video or something, it may be slowing it down. Um, you might only get 3K. Yeah, you might get fewer Ks. <laughs> uh, not as many Ks as you want. Um, yeah, so yeah, and a half K. But and that's I, not okay. M- most stuff do- doesn't really support that that I know of. So you have to do it device by device, which is less Boo. than optimal. All right, just snoop on my shit. I ask because I don't care. <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> Who's got time for this? <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I mean, and the reason the only reason I set it up was because I have a Linode server that I use for hosting my website, and I put a VPN on it, figuring I'll just install it and see if I can use it. And that way, at least in theory, I control the the VPN end of the server as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess as long as Linode is not snooping on my data, and that would seem like a really bad thing for them to be doing, I guess, just in terms of where how they position themselves uh, as a company. Um, Interestingly, I'm Dan, probably okay. Um, I, uh, as you know, hundreds of thousands of people listen to the rebound each week. Not one of them is currently running a Believe VPN. I've me. contacted. I've contacted all of their ISPs, and they tell me that one thing that most of our listeners have in common is that on occasion, they need to find the best job candidates. 
Uh, so I would like to tell those <laughs> listeners whom I've identified that posting jobs that they need to hire for in one place is not enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on every top job site, and now you can. ZipRecruiter already has 9 million resumes you can search through in their database. You can add multiple people to your account to make it the most efficient for everybody on your team to help you find the best person. And with ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to more than 200 job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. I got like every job I've ever had through Twitter. <laughs> ZipRecruiter's handy website shows trending career fields, cities, and searches. You can find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. There's no juggling emails or, heaven forbid, calls to your office. You can quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. And if you run into any issues, don't fret. ZipRecruiter's friendly and human support staff is ready to help. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been featured on Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, Time Magazine, The New York Times, TechCrunch, and CBS, and why it's been used by over 1 million businesses, including mine. We use ZipRecruiter at Midroll to hire people. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash free trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free trial. One more time to try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free trial. I did a lot of hand gestures during that ad read. I don't know if the listeners it was could appreciate key, came it. Came through, but it happened. Hmm. Can I uh, can I share another story that I thought was funny, even though I think it's uh, probably not really true. <laughs> I'm leading <laughs> yes. well for it. There was a story in the Daily Mail. Fake news? You're, you're going to yeah? Share I'm going to share news? some fake news. This is a story in the okay. Daily Mail, and understand this is the Daily Mail, right? Like if they said it's raining, I would still like have to stick my head outside just to make sure. Um, I would not trust them to put me out if I was on fire. And they claim <laughs> Do that you any, uh, any more cliches. <laughs> uh, if they said, hmm, hmm, <laughs> that's okay. Hmm. <laughs> Go on. Uh, they claim that Apple recently registered a or worldwide trademark on the term PowerBook, and thus used it as a a wondering if maybe the PowerBook line would return or the PowerBook brand would return. I doubt this is true, but I kind of want it to be true because I really love the PowerBook brand, <laughs> and yeah. I would actually take it over MacBook any day of the week. But I love that the Daily Mail article punctuates it with pictures of like old PowerBooks. Like they might bring the PowerBook back. Like oh yeah, they might bring the PowerBook one hundred back. Woo! <laughs> Remember titanium? <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> I just wanted to share that because I like the PowerBook brand and MacBook. I never really loved MacBook or MacBook. Pro, which I always thought I mean, was kind I think, of mouthful. I, think I got MacBook used to makes them. Sense. I mean, because I mean, like sure, if you were just sure. coming in cold, it, okay. Oh, this is a Mac, okay, as opposed to being something else. Yeah, but. it's it's totally fair, and I I've gotten used to it. I remember really not liking it when they originally yeah brought I didn't it out, either. but it's you know at this point it's like iPad, right? Everyone complained about the name iPad, and then it's like you know seven years later nobody yeah, cares. nobody yeah right. Hmm. Hmm. So you, well, I, well, I want to make sure going to do it. It's going to be something else that they're not just going to rebrand the MacBook. Oh, it's right. an e-reader. If it's an e-reader. If have a power book, it would, no, it would have to be like some new, more powerful laptop. Yeah. Well, I mean, you I think guess, they replace? You, they think they replace MacBook Pro, or they put something even more powerful? <gasps> it's the Pro Solution, guys. It's the Pro Solution Tim Cook was talking about. It's the Power mm. Book. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Pro because it's got the word power in it. Yes, that's true. <laughs> how about powerbook how pro works. yes thank you oh the powerbook pro yeah <laughs> mm. there we go 
The pro, is there the power book pro pro edition? Is there anything that speaks more of power and professionalism? Indeed, uh, other than the power book professional, which is above even that, <laughs> which is the other one. Um, it also occurs to me that since we last talked, there have been actually a number of not only new Apple announcements but Apple software updates too. Did you guys, That's right. I have not yet installed the uh, the Sierra update. I'm always slow on the Mac side, but oh, my phone has been running ten three for a while. Thank you, Dan. And uh, the phone did a did a funky thing. Oh, you yeah, mean updated the file system for some updated the file system. Yeah. yeah, I've uh I've been enjoying moving all my files around. It's not true. <laughs> I haven't done that. <laughs> mm-hmm, still mm-hmm. no still no file system technically that we can see. Some have noted, uh, including our friend of the show Peter Cohen, uh that uh the upgraded file system improved free space on their devices. Yes. I, and I did not check beforehand to see how much I had free, Neither so I have yeah. no idea. I've seen other places suggest that there are more minimal gains. I mean, usually gains, it sounds like, but like some in the couple, like a couple hundred megabytes, like, eh, 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 I say. <laughs> eh. I don't even know where I am in terms of, like, <laughs> John, you're in, you're in, in terms of storage. You're in a basement. <laughs> I am in a basement. I mean, you mean you don't know what seller. size device you have? Well, no, I know I have. A, I know I have, knew I had a sixty-four gig, but uh, so I have twenty gigs available. So mm-hmm. you, oh, speaking of which, John, uh, are you tempted by the new? No, see, that's why I'm not at all. All right, I'll just walk away now. Yeah, I didn't even finish. I, don't, that I mean, I don't. I want to. I want to. I want more features. I don't want just more space. Um, and it does not appear that they're going to do that this year. So, I guess I'm keeping my SE until next year, forever. Uh, I might actually, just keep it forever. That's a good I idea. might be done. <laughs> this is true. I I have had more comments on my iPhone in the past week or so since Apple unveiled its new stuff than ever before because people, uh, my phone is in a very slim fitting red case. <gasps> and so people keep seeing it and saying, oh, you have the new yeah, iPhone. The red and I'm one. like, no, I have the same fucking phone I've had for months in a case. And they're like, what's with the profanity? And I'm like, fuck you. And they're like, again. Um, <laughs> Why did you start saying, is, just start saying yes? <laughs> yep, this is the new iPhone. You can't see it. No. <laughs> my, my phone's face is black and the red iPhone that Apple has released officially has a white face mm-hmm. to it. So mm-hmm. uh, these people should know better. <laughs> I, tell you, I, seen, I came around to that. See, I, I when they started showing those people who um, were modding yeah. their, uh, if you haven't seen those, there's a YouTube videos of people who uh, have taken the, the the face plates off of off of a yeah. But see, that applies to the back anyway. Yeah, off of a black one and put it onto the the red one. Um, but the problem is you can't you can't do that with the home button because then it unpairs with the phone and the home oh, right. functionality, like the fingerprint reader doesn't work anymore. So they have to move, they have to keep the white uh, fingerprint reader <laughs> or it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and any, at any rate, at any rate, at first, my first thought, I thought, ah, oh, that, that looks better. And then, and then I came around again and thought, no, actually I think the white looks better because the contrast is better on the white with the red. So there. Well, I'm sending you pictures of my phone so you can decide if you like its black, red contrast. And if you don't, that's okay because it's it's my phone. It's fine. I, I don't. <laughs> it's so a that's phone, a case. It, yes, that's a, <laughs> that's a nice case. People are shocked. It's a case. I know. It's a very. Uh, it's snug. <laughs> I got this case because they said weird. it's like it's it it really does not add to the thickness of the phone at all. It's crazy. So, uh, which case is that? 
Can you tell us? Can you share it with our with our readers? I'm excited <laughs> to tell our readers the brand of this case because every time I read it and remember what this case is called, it makes me laugh anew. Uh, it even has a logo, but the brand is, <laughs> like myself, Super Chick. Uh, Super Chick is the brand. Is it Super Chick or Super Chic? Uh, it is Chick. The okay. logo okay. is a chicken face, and okay. it is C H I C K. Super All Chick. Right. Wow. I will even try to find the link on Amazon where I got it. All right. Please do. Because I care about our listeners. And when I, of course, when I typed it in, I typed Super Chicken uh, because that is my favorite. Do you guys know the cartoon Super Chicken? I do recall the cartoon Super Chicken, yes. I could sing the entire theme song. I, I if know, you that's all right. Too. Nope. Mm-mm. Also, our lawyers have advised us that you should not do that. <laughs> for copyright reasons. Yeah. Uh, unless no, you, change, unless no, you switched your copy, VPN. Not for copyright you. reasons, just because they really don't want to hear it either. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead and switch to your VPN and then sing the song. When you find yourself in danger, oh when you're threatened God. by a stranger, <laughs> when it looks like you will take a licking. Thank you, John. When there's nowhere else to turn to, there is something you should learn. Just call for Super Chicken. Okay, I, I now I don't like this this case because it has the logo down at the bottom. Yes, but, but the logo is so subtle that nobody people again people keep asking me if that's the new phone because yeah, they don't uh, even see like, it. Who I, who do these case makers think they are? <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> just like. <laughs> I, I have turned down so many cases just because it's like it has the, the logo of the case maker like huge across the back. Like, well, I here's not the thing. Advertise, why do I want to advertise your your stupid case? I don't want to do that. I just want to protect my iPhone. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you said who do these case that's makers why, think That's they why they I are. spent $900 on the Apple case. <laughs> this case is owned by uh, this case company is owned by John Superchick. So that's who he thinks he is. <laughs> Superchick. It's Superchick. It's, it's Eastern <laughs> European. And he and he wrote a review of, of Dan's book. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, I have some good news, guys. We have one other advertiser. It's a returning advertiser that I'm excited to tell you guys about. It is our dear, dear friends at Video Blocks. Okay, and they are offering a seven day free trial to our listeners that I want to tell you about. Video Blocks is an affordable subscription based stock media site that gives you unlimited access to premium stock footage. Honestly, my favorite kind of footage. Video Blocks has one of the fastest growing, largest stock video libraries with over 3 million videos, After Effects templates, and motion backgrounds. This includes the only contributor marketplace that gives 100% of the commission back to the artists. This month, Video Blocks is launching a new collection featuring hundreds of new, unreal clips, including space. Space, VR, deep water, fantasy, and sci-fi footage. These now all come included with your subscription. And for a limited time, you also get free 4K clips from the membership library at no additional cost. We talked about 4K earlier in the show. Don't forget, downloads are yours forever, even after your trial ends, and one and they're 100% royalty free. We're giving away seven days of video blocks so you can try it out and explore this new collection for free. Here's what you do. Go to videoblocks.com slash rebound or click the link in our show notes to start downloading and get started today. That's videoblocks, V-I-D-E-O-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash rebound for this offer. Check them out. Our thanks to Videoblocks for supporting the rebound. Longtime supporters. Not like molts. <laughs> <laughs> Guy English is also a longtime supporter. <laughs> Uh, so Lex, you don't have, you don't have, you have 10.3 installed, but not the new, uh, Mac Sierra update. What yeah. about, uh, watch OS three, two? No, because they're so annoying about the watch. First yeah, of all, it, it took my annoying. phone a couple days to tell me about, the, I mean, I knew it was there, but it took a couple days for the phone to notice it. I wasn't going to force it. And then, <laughs> you know, it's gotta be, 
uh, you got to have the the phones, the watch has got to be charged yeah. to more than fifty percent and be on the charger. Like, who has time for this shit? <laughs> I do. I work right. at home. It was really easy. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Yeah, I, I did it. I did it too, but it was kind of annoying. Yeah, no, it is. It is annoying. <laughs> Uh, I hate that it has to be on the charger because it's like if it's got more than fifty percent charge, like stupid. you right. can you right. got you have time you have time to install this. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I wonder if it, I wonder if the if the watch also switched to the new file system. <laughs> Are there files? <laughs> and how would you know? Yeah, I, how do you um, how do you turn on theater mode, which they invented in, from John Moltz? It's in Control oh. Center. Oh, Control Center on the watch. Yep interesting yeah so and theater mode basically means now you have to tap to make the screen light up and that's the only difference uh yeah tap or use the oh, press center. the digital crown i've lost isn't I that th- also just a general oh, setting on the phone on the watch or the phone i mean on the watch like isn't that also just a general setting that you can say only don't. show the face when i like don't don't wake on rise on arm movement like isn't that also just a phone wide setting anyway and you now they're a watch, calling a theater mode a watch wide yeah setting? i don't know how to, i don't know any of the words you know what i'm asking somebody answer my fucking question uh good question it's... i thought so but i wasn't 100 percent sure yeah lex you are right um under wake screen you can turn off wake screen on wrist raise and um, if you so my question is if you turn on the thing in control center does it automatically turn on that preference uh, is it turn, the same preference? I don't, if you think, turn on I don't mode. think so. They're inverted because... Well, hold on. I'll turn it on now. Oh, it does. Wow, Lex is totally right. Damn it. I hate it when that happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's basically... It is, it's a, it's a control center setting for that. So, yeah. So theater mode is simply turn on or off, raise to wake. Yep. There you go. Mm. How See, about I don't that? like that. That's you, not what I want. What, what no. do you I want? I like my face better. You want a dark face <laughs> that you my, can I see I like my face better. There's a title for you. Write that down. Uh, agree to agree to disagree. <laughs> Just a suggestion. I also like John's it might, face. It might be in the running later. Uh, oh no, I'm talking about your face. <laughs> <laughs> that's no. Okay, fine. That's it's see, a that's great fair. title. It's a great title. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Um, why? Why? No, I mean, I, what makes? Know, my, I mean, all I have to do is is swipe, and then I just have this. You know, I have red numbers, and I see. I can I, actually see. Sometimes I do want to see the time when I'm in the movie theater. See, I you can still press the button. I mean, I don't know. It yeah, doesn't seem the like that's going to be so like bright and distracting like an to other people. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm okay with the theater. Throwing my own feces. It works. At that you point. can. Do... <laughs> no one's stopping you for keeping things the way they are, John. Nobody. <laughs> no one's stopping you from meeting your own feces, my friend. <laughs> throwing. Oh, eating. throwing. <laughs> oh my god! What is this? We know we should not record this late in the day. Um, I. Uh, but so I mean, I the I was wondering how many people are, and this is related to our topic. How many people are on Apple's public betas? Because I've been on the public beta train for a while now on iOS. Ooh, I have no idea what features are new in 10.3 because i've been using whatever the hell they are for months already in subsequent betas and so I've, i really barely know what's new and there's not much honestly but i like um, it so there's a new file system there's they, they moved all the um icloud stuff to make it to give you more oh yeah there's the access, new uh, which is actually which i really like yeah in settings they reorganize that a little bit yeah I do still think like I, I like that they use the um, the settings badge for more things now than just there's a software update. Like you can get it when your iCloud storage is almost full. Um, I I have to assume the worst here <laughs> that when your iCloud I don't know if these come up for you or if you guys are like so such pros that you never run out of iCloud storage space. Um, whenever my phone wants to yell at me that I'm running out of iCloud space, 
I can figure out things to do to, to optimize my space. And I think I pay 99 cents a month for 50 gigabytes because I got tired of it yelling at me a while ago. But I have so many people who come to me with questions with their phones saying, hey, I'm running out of iCloud space. What do I do? Or what does it mean? Or what's and like, they don't make it easy. Like you can go into settings and see what things are turned off. But like Apple could say, hey, do you want us to do the optimize your iCloud space situation and tell you what things you probably don't need to be backing up there? Or they could just be like everybody else in the world and give you more storage without charging you. I don't know. Uh, you know what, I say, you, you know what I say to that part, Lex? What? Yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> that That is the answer. Uh, all the way. We're, we're out of time. Is that we're, we're, I'm sorry. We're out of time. <laughs> Your hour's up. <laughs> <laughs> My rates are very reasonable. I have another client waiting. <laughs> yeah, I have another podcast to get to, and, guys. Sorry. <laughs> another thing that Apple could do, because, you know, Apple pops, pops up a warning that says, hey, this phone hasn't backed up to iCloud in X weeks, months, whatever. It could also say, hey, we noticed that some of your iCloud space is being used by a phone that you haven't touched in three months, yeah, four right. months, six months. Well, I do, do like that, the, um, that when you go into the new section of settings, it lists all your devices. And yes. so, for example, yeah. I scrolled down. And I was like, oh, there's like an iPhone 5S I had set up as a test phone for a little while. So I deleted that. I have two, I have two iMacs in there. I have no idea why. You I do should, not own two iMacs. You should delete one of them just iMacs. for kicks. <laughs> <laughs> really which one hmm. but if you delete it the imac <laughs> will vanish from your house that's the, uh... <laughs> only if it is the the right one though if it's just kind some random imac that. he's fine kind of tempted to find out what happens i have one t- totally separate topic in the apple sphere that i want to bring up All right. unless we have more new is it about iOS the features apple sphere it's about carplay <laughs> oh yeah oh that's right i heard you used it hmm <laughs> It was only a 10-tweet tweet storm, and it was over in like 12 seconds, so let's not complain. Uh, I had a rental car. I had to drive to Binghamton, and my car can't get that far. Binghamton, New York. Um, so I had to rent a car. Your magical electric car cannot go to New York. Sorry. It's true. And so I, the rental car happens to have CarPlay integration. Now, the coolest thing far and away was I plugged the phone in. And it instantly was ready. Like I had to actually, I think, approve it on my phone that it was allowed to be used by the car. Um, but it instantly was also effectively paired via Bluetooth. I don't know if it was actually using the Bluetooth stack. My guess is it was not, but I don't know that for sure. But I could place phone calls without ever having officially paired the phone with the car. It was simply from being plugged in. I thought that was neat because I don't want to pair my phone to a rental car's Bluetooth. But I like the fact that I can make phone calls right through the car right away. A feature I did not know CarPlay had. Uh, everything else about it sucked. No, that's not true. Uh, there are things to like about CarPlay. However, the failure to uh, on Apple's part to allow Google to have a CarPlay app. I don't know if it's Google hasn't been willing or Apple hasn't been tolerant. I think it's probably the latter. Um, we wanted to use Google Maps because Apple Maps really sucked on the CarPlay screen. Like they made really bad use of the screen real estate. So when you want to use a different app on the phone, one that is not supported by CarPlay, it instantly renders the rest of CarPlay super annoying to use because I had the map up on my phone and I had a little magnet doohickey attached to the thing so I could see my phone. As soon as anybody touched any of the apps on the car's screen, it also takes over your phone. So the map would go away. If my phone could show one thing and the car screen could show another, CarPlay would be super useful. (laughs) But since it didn't do that, as soon as somebody was like, hey, let's try music or let's try Stitcher or Overcast or whatever else, it would take the map away that I was looking at on my screen and then we didn't know which way to go. So... (laughs) That is my primary complaint about CarPlay. <laughs> multitasking. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've never used it. I've never it's come across it. It's not multitasking. Similar. Um, yeah, I can see that being a problem. I think part of the challenge with it, and this is always why I was surprised Apple got into this game at all, uh, was the idea that all of these cars have different 
setups. And so, you know, Apple traditionally does not like having to deal with that, <laughs> like prepared for different screen sizes, different input types, that kind of stuff. So I kind of wonder, like, you know, why would they want to do that and have to support all these different types of hardware and hardware configurations? And so I imagine that's kind of challenging. And I'm guessing some of the reason that it does sort of a mirroring display thing um, is because that's easier than trying to figure out a way to actually, like, separate the functionality out i guess i don't know i don't know i mean i think if they can do if they can mirror they could also just say hey i'm, I'm mirroring you know an app that's not on the screen instead <laughs> i don't know but it's it was oh the, the other major complaint that we had so first uh, there's probably a setting but i did not explore the carplay settings at all on the car um i did not want banner notifications to come down on the screen while i was driving because it was distracting to see like oh somebody's i messaging you um and what made actually Dan, you I messaged me during that trip and I saw your <laughs> name. Oh, pop up. Look, look at this um, guy. But uh, the at one point, an employee was messaging me and <laughs> I didn't necessarily need the other employees who were on the car trip with me to see that this other employee was messaging me. <laughs> um, now, the car wants to keep you safe so it doesn't show the message, right? It just says, you know, message received. It's, but it, it doesn't want you to read the whole thing so it, it doesn't show it. Um, so it so starts you, reading it out loud immediately. If you go, if you go, if you hit the messages icon, you don't see your messages. You How's see your conversation with, all the with a bunch of going, right? But it, it only wants to work via Siri. It will read the messages aloud to you, let you dictate replies. And so I was doing that with Dan, although Dan didn't know it. I was dictating replies to Dan. Um, oh, I can tell. I can tell. The the Siri voice that CarPlay uses was easily. I don't know, 15 times quieter than the music and navigation that was coming through the same system. And I have no idea why. And so when I complained about that on Twitter, people said there's a setting where you can pump up the Siri volume, but it's still way too quiet. So I don't know why that's a challenge, but apparently it is. Mm. Uh, I, the replies I got, nobody came to CarPlay's defense who wrote back. Nobody said, no, no, CarPlay is great. Everybody who wrote back was like, yes, a thousand times yes. You can make the Siri a little bit louder, but it's still too quiet. And I had two people who wrote to me and said, I would never like I because I had written I was hoping that my next car would have CarPlay integration. Um, I had somebody who wrote back and was like, "I specifically now will not buy a car if it has CarPlay integration because that's how annoyed they were by it." Which two people wrote back that seems that. silly because you can just not use it. <laughs> no, you can't. If you plug your phone in, it's CarPlay it up on the screen. Don't, don't plug in your phone. I want to charge my phone to the car, man. Can't you charge Doesn't your phone just, through a yeah through an a, adapter through the um yeah there you go I've solved all your problems for you Lex. yeah that's a great yeah. idea yeah I, my car does some weird thing when I plug the phone in there is like a, <laughs> a thing that I can plug it right in car the, just stops dash. just stops but it does it's a, I, there's something about it I don't like I can't I can't remember what it does because because I tried it when I first got the car and then I was like nope and so now I just do it through the uh, cigarette later I yeah I use that and I mine has a <laughs> uh, my car has a 30 pin dock connector so that's super handy <laughs> that's the <Nice>. worst <laughs> is the worst uh, and I mean I think it was designed for iPod integration so the interface is just shitty it's really shitty so I just use yeah. Bluetooth and it works fine well that's the thing it's like I mean I don't well. I mean, it doesn't sound like CarPlay is very good, but I already have a system that's not very good. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm not going to spend uh, a lot of money to get another system that's also not good. <laughs> well, no. yeah, I'm definitely not running out to get it, but I'm not sure that I would. I'm not sure that it's demonstrably worse than what I have. <laughs> oh, will demonstrable it? <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not in the market for a new car, anyways. So that's not up for me um yeah yeah 
So, I, only, I only get a new car every 20 years. Yeah, smart, smart. That's, that's the way to go. Uh, I was going to ask about the other uh, software updates that came out this week, but I guess there's not much in there except for Mac OS Sierra has Night Shift. So yeah. you're into that. I turned. I used it once. I find it much more, at least on my MacBook Air, which is not, you know, which is like a 2014 model. Um, I find it much more glaring than on my iphone i've really adapted to my iphone and ipad when they shift into night night shift mode Mm -hmm. Um, but for whatever reason the macbook seemed much more like yellowy light than like it was far more glaring to me i'm flicking it back and forth right now (laughs) yeah it's 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 maybe i don't know if it's just my eyes haven't really adjusted to that or gotten used to it but it just seems much more pronounced as an effect mm-hmm. on the mac but maybe it's because it has a much bigger display i mean it's only 11 inch yeah, right, it's not right. that much bigger than my ipad um yeah. so i don't know maybe just so my, that now, now, now appears in the control thing control thingy above um do not disturb oh okay yeah so you I'm, can just you can turn it on. I turned it on a. Uh, I just put it on a, the sunset schedule, which is what I have for my yeah, iOS devices. Um, oh, but, not the sunset schedule. I have like I have it set for later. Yeah, that's like, when, there yeah. is a there is a slider. If you go to display system preferences display, there is a slider for adjusting the temperature. Um, oh, okay. And I, so I hadn't really played around with that yet, but you might be able to sort of tweak it to be not as mm-hmm. pronounced. Oh yeah, there we go. Less warm more warm cold is the f- ice cold less warm more warm whoa oh <laughs> these God. are it's like it, this these is also like more warm it's like you're wearing also those your, ski goggles those are also uh your beer options by the way those <laughs> america britain <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh lex are you a night shift user I use it on the phone. I haven't yet updated the Mac. Oh, um, well. I used to use Flux or whatever it's called yeah. on the Mac and liked it. And then I stopped using it only because I forgot about it. Um, they say it doesn't help at all. <laughs> um, like <laughs> that it doesn't do the things that they say it should do um, in terms of like being better for your eyes and sleep and whatnot. But I still, I like it at night. It, it, for me, it's a nice kind of mental cue that, hey, it's getting later and I should be thinking about these yeah, things. Yeah, I, I don't know that it has any actual benefit. I do feel like my it's less glaring on my eyes, but I couldn't tell you if that's actually like psychological or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do know that when I sometimes have like picked up a display, like I picked up like my MacBook display after looking at my iPad for a long time in the night, I'm like, whoa, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I feel like maybe the the apps that I tend to use at those hours though um have their own make their own decisions about the display so it doesn't so it gets around that. I think cuz it like um doesn't like uh, Marvel Unlimited set its own on 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 the iPad. On the iPad, yeah. Oh man, if it does I've never used that. I've I mean okay. I only have one Yeah. Cuz uh, every time well I mean I or I'm just not noticing it because Probably that. Um when I open up marvel unlimited usually is what i'm reading before i go to sleep then i don't i don't notice any color difference yeah i don't know i mean i don't know how it works yeah could be your brain it well could be nobody that knows how that works nobody knows how that works uh there was a tvos update too although it didn't seem to do much um i thought it was supposed to improve scrolling yeah i literally i almost never use the siri remote so beats me <laughs> How do you navigate? Your phone? No, I use a Logitech Universal Remote with actual oh, buttons yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. It's it's much <laughs> it's much nicer than the Siri remote. 
I have to admit, I have used the Siri remote a couple times in the last few weeks. I was watching inadvisably Iron Fist, and I got really yeah. tired of the opening, so I did use the Siri skip forward one minute, which was almost perfect for the opening credits, which was nice. Mm, okay. <laughs> and then I just used skip to the end of the episode because I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's, it's it, that's open, I find open that Wikipedia. All... Read me synopsis of, of episode. <laughs> just mark all of these as watched. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting to me only because I, the only thing that I considered getting an Apple TV for was Siri. And it sounds like you never use the Siri remote anyway. So, you know, I would like it if it worked with my, like if, if my third party remote could somehow do that, I would be totally fine with it. I like it as a feature, but the other stuff that I use the remote for way more <laughs> is more annoying because I just don't like that remote. I don't like the Siri remote. I love Siri as a feature. I just don't like the hardware design of that remote. Can't tell I which way up. I still struggle with Siri a little bit in the in the video stuff because um, one of the things I often use is that skip like the skip back feature that's in a lot of um, video players like netflix and like the cw app um, jump back 10 seconds seconds or something like that and i find having to you know like so apple on the ipad apple's tv app does not have anything like that Mm. Um, so you have to basically basically in order to do that you have to ask siri and i find it I find it not an enjoyable experience. Well, so <laughs> I like the little click a corner on to go back. And that's one of the things I don't like about the Logitech is it doesn't emulate that. So I can't do like the just hit this button to jump back 10 seconds. Yeah. It's so nice. I, it's not. Yeah. It right. is nice. And I do like the scrubbing sometimes, too, because it's like easier to trackpad through like a section. So there mm-hmm. are things that I will. I, I definitely will pick up the Siri remote when I'm watching something and I'm like, ah, oh, crap, I need to do one of these things. But overall, I don't like the experience as much. So I end up still having two remotes, which is kind of annoying. Same thing with the Fire TV, because it has the voice search as well, and I can't do that. So, But I, I kind of feel like, yeah, I don't know if that's a thing that's going to eventually be open to third-party remotes. Somehow I doubt it, um, but it would be nice. Yeah. Um, have you used the new TV app much on either iOS or the TV? On iOS, yeah. Yeah, I usually I use that... Because there's a couple of TV shows I buy off of um, iTunes. But what about the rest of the stuff, like the third-party integration? I've used that a little I, bit. I, I tend not to because, I mean, the only other stuff that I watch... So, I mean, I still go to Netflix just out of habit. Um, and um, the other thing that I watch that ties into that is uh, the CW app. And the, both of those I'm just trained to go to. Does so. a Netflix thing actually tie into actually, that? Does I that even... I don't yeah, know. Maybe that doesn't think even go Hulu does. Hulu yeah. does for sure and yeah, no, so you don't have anymore so the cd so i guess it's the cw app is the only one yeah, that goes see, in there and i already i like go to that directly i like the idea on the apple tv because if you have it in the top left there it shows up your like your queue at the top but it's mm-hmm. kind of poorly implemented in a couple ways um one i can't find a way to just mark an episode as watched like you can say remove this from my watch list or whatever but it removes the entire show which is dumb like so every time and then like it'll add it again as soon as i start watching another episode because it'll be like oh you watched an episode of the show clearly you must want to see more episodes of the show but also it doesn't do a very good job of figuring out that like 
if I stop a show like right at the end credits or something, it's like, oh, you haven't finished that show. I'm like, <laughs> there's 30 <laughs> seconds of credits yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Like, just right, take it out. Right. Assume that I am done. You can probably safely assume that. <laughs> uh, so like a lot of little rough edges like that. Like I like the idea of having a central place that keeps track of what I'm watching and lets me know where the new, new episodes or the next episodes are. But they just, again, I always get the feeling with Apple that it's like nobody there actually watches television. <laughs> So they're like they're like aliens pretending to be humans. I don't know. Oh, they I, watch. I, I, they just only watch Yeti carpool does. karaoke and uh, that's not not out yet. Planet of the Apps. Nope, not yeah. out yet. Ugh. Right into the lava pit. <laughs> what were you gonna say, John? No, that Eddie watches TV. <laughs> Eddie does not watch TV. He makes deals about TV. <laughs> he watches sports. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie wow. appears on TV sometimes, so he has a pretty high Q score. Oh God. Oh. Bleep bloop. <laughs> you ruined everything. You're welcome. <laughs> but you gave us an out. So I get, is that the end? Yep, that's the end of. Oh the yeah, year. that's the end. That's, that's the end of everything. That's the end of the show. We're done. It's over. <laughs> It's the final episode.